Oh. 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 <laughs> All right, start so it off. We've, we've we've begun. This is this is our humble beginning. What's the what's the podcast called? Podcast is called. Um, I was thinking it could be like a a, a Leeterson. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, Pooley. Pooley. Yeah, I like that. No, that. Hang on. That's in, anyway. Sorry. No, it's not Pooterson. Do you have any ideas? No. Okay. I'm gonna. I've got pen and paper, so I'm gonna. Can I write them down as I go? All right. By the end of the podcast, which I don't know, I don't know. It's open ended. This is the first. This is the first podcast of all time between yep. Jason Lee and James Patterson. Yeah. Should we? We'll go back and do an introduction again. Yeah. Okay. Let's quickly. Let's just high five. That was two high fives. Oh, <laughs> we just got feedback. I think it's on... not recording. <laughs> Monitor on. Yeah. There it is. Ah, uh, feedback. Right. You're cool. See. So if I do this, no feedback. <laughs> Alright, you should say something intelligent because you're the one running this show. Oh, welcome us to the beginning. Hello, good evening, or day, depending on where you are. Good evening to you. Good day to you. And welcome to the first podcast of all time. The podcast that belongs to Jason Lee and James Patterson. What we did there was I said Jason Lee's (laughs) name with my voice. And I did a really cool dance move. Which was sort of like interpretive of... James Patterson's name. <laughs> so how have they found this podcast, Pato? They will have found this podcast through the amazing blog of James Patterson. Oh, yeah. Where's, yeah, where's that? I started it two days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called... Well, I went through a few different... It went through a few different guises. It started off being called um, Bloggerson. Oh, uh, yeah. You told uh, me about that. I was yeah. a little bit boozy, though, when you told me. Yeah, I, that was at the gig that we didn't get into <laughs> after sitting there for three hours outside in the beer garden. It's very silly. Um, we were licking some girl's arm to try and steal her stamp. That's right. <laughs> you were licking her arm. Unfortunately, I said no, because I thought that her arm looked a little bit acidic. Yeah. But she, right. was, she was like the publicist of that band. Oh, that's right. I thought that was really nice that she was... Us. It was either very nice or very unprofessional. Yeah, both. Um, now, started off with the with the Bloggerson, right? So yep. Bloggerson has now it's morphed into um into a political um blog. Are you into politics now? Yep. Far yeah. out. <laughs> so Do we swear say, in this? I'd like to say fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, Boobs. I might even go a little bit further. No, don't. No? There's only one place you can go. I want to say the word toadstool. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cunt of a word. Um, Now, what I really would like to say is, I I actually can't remember the name of my blog. Um, Oh, no, 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 I do. I've just got it now. www.smellslikeanelectionyear.blogspot.com Oh, so it's really political. So people that listen to this are going to be thinking we're going to be talking politics. Who knows? Might, I wouldn't mind a bit of Abbott talk later, to be honest. That's perfect. Actually, <laughs> you've just you've rung the bell. <laughs> all that's up on the on the blog at the moment are two photos, and they're both of Tony Abbott. Yeah, and there's a caption to one of them. That's about it. Oh baby. Yeah, but anyway, there it is. That's the bloggerson. Um, I'd like to steer off topic for a second, okay. purely I because I had topic. nothing interesting to say about whatever it was we were talking about. Can I just quickly let you know what is so 2010? I want you to tell me. Connect 4. Oh, watch out. Are you I was serious? at um, Golden Plains on the weekend and my friend brought a Connect 4 set and yeah. we just started 
playing, like pretending to take it seriously. But five minutes later, like we're totally into it. All the crowd of Meredith is like watching us and trying to get involved. It's the mo- I've now downloaded it on my iPhone and I, I play Connect 4 every day. Hold on. Connect 4 has become... A free electric- iPhone app. Oh my God. Yeah. Are you on the iPhone train? No, uh, I, I don't quite understand them. Hmm. I, I, I don't understand... No, no, I do understand the hype. I understand them. I just don't think I can fit in my pocket. That's all it is. Yeah. It's all it comes down to. You get those skinny like, jeans on and there's no room to move. Exactly. I like to just, I like a slim phone that you can chuck in there, aka this one here, the old Nokia E71. Yeah. Get it off. I was just trying to show you the little light feature <laughs> where so you true. hold down the middle button, it tells you the time, but I do not. Nokia app. <laughs> Well, I'm a Nokia, uh, and I'm here to say that Nokia is a A. See what I did? I started with the A today. Um, you dealt with that very well. Do you want to do mouth guard rap as well? Yeah, later on, though, I've got to, I've got to have more time. I can't put in the spot like I put you on the spot. Damn it, I was going to do one of these um, secret sounds at the end. I just gave away what the sound is going to be. Okay, do it. Am I supposed to rap to that? You can rap to it if you'd like, but you also have to guess what the secret sound is, both at the same time. In fact, you have to guess what it is in the form of a rap. Go. <laughs> you, are you going to do a beat? I'll just... No, this is the beat. <laughs> Alright. Oh, it's in a mouth guard. Doesn't sound that hard. There it is. It's oh. a mouth guard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you win. But it, but it was in a mouth guard box. That's <laughs> not even hard. I like your logic. <laughs> That's why we make a good team. I, w- I was going to say something about sound and then all I had to go was dog pound. I was like, <laughs> thank God you cut that short. Who let the <laughs> um, what's new in your life, Pato? Um, I'll tell you what's new in my life. The fact that I, I'm a bit disappointed with the Commonwealth Bank. Really? That is what has been foremost in Patterson's mind. It's been my frontal lobe the last two days. Allow me to elaborate. Love you, dude. Um, went to the Commonwealth Bank the other day. <laughs> I know, crazy. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you're a Dolomite man as well, aren't you? <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to pop that pen over there. Just and um, walked in, right? That there is the sound of Jason's nose being hit. It sounds really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's two noses being hit. You walked in. Anyway, so walked into the Commonwealth Bank out at Monash University. Very strange bank. It's the strangest bank I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Anyway, walked up to um, to deposit some money. Mm. Right? And... A significant amount of money? No, nothing that the tax department won't see. Okay. Um, and, all right, so walked up to, to the teller, and as I was waiting in line, I noticed these signs all around the bank. Mm. Okay. You know how there's these... Everyone's obsessed with customer service. Mm. It's very much a thing of the 90s and the... I don't want to call them the noughties, but you know what I mean. The mm. O's, mm-hmm. right? The... Uh... The booby, uh, maybe like two O's could like make oh, boobies or like sunglasses. Or, anyway, yeah. Yeah. I'll no. keep, oh, that's on the back burner. That's good. I like boobies. Keep mulling it over. All right. Well, the nine is in the boobies. And um, anyway, so there's all these signs around saying Commonwealth Bank, new slogan, determined to mm. dot, 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 right? So these different signs everywhere are Commonwealth Bank determined to such and such, determined to make your experience, you know, amazing. Right, right yeah. Determined to such and such, determined to 
leave you walking away thinking, my gosh, that was the most unbank-like conversation <laughs> I just had in a bank. What, right? what was worse to that effect. I don't know if they actually used my gosh, but, you know, yeah. artistic license. Yep. Anyway, so I'm, I'm standing there and I've, I've seen that sign. It's gone. I thought you were being facetious about what happened. That, that was actually a sign. That's actually... That said you'll have a, like a real conversation unlike a banking conversation. Yeah. Okay. In the Commonwealth Bank, determined to make you walk away thinking that was a very unlike, unbank-like conversation I just had in a bank. I'm going to sell so, you uh, spring rolls or something. <laughs> well, it could have gone anywhere. Yeah. So I'm standing there just going, wow, this is going to be some pretty heavy shit. Like this is going to be... I'm, I'm expecting big things. Yeah. If you're promoting the conversations that you're going to have with the teller, mm. they better deliver. Mm. I think it's going to be pretty incredible. It's more than weather talk. It's something a little bit more. Well, I think you're a mind reader, Jason. <laughs> no. Because we had some crazy weather here <laughs> last weekend in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. right? The st- violent storms mm. ravaged the city. Said Mel Walden. Hell stops the size of golf balls, you say. Melbourne's wild weather washout weekend. (laughs) And so I hear the teller ask the girl in front of me, so how was your weekend? Good. (laughs) Crazy weather, wasn't it? Crazy! I'm like, okay, you know, sure, he's having a conversation with her about the weather. That's all right. That's all right. Maybe he's just being nice, whatever. Yeah. Maybe at other banks they don't ask you about the weather. That's all right. Mm. Conversation, whatever, let that go, okay? I walked up, same teller. Hello, hello, how are you, mate? Good, good. Wild weather on the weekend, wasn't it? Oh, you son of a bitch. Do you know what? I, first of all, there's so many things that I was so annoyed about. Mm. Now, firstly, if you're going to have this so-called, you know, different conversation, unbank-like conversation in the bank, Mm. firstly... If you're going to use the same conversation line every single time... Mm, at least switch it up. Switch it up. I used Do to you... work in a supermarket as a checkout chick yeah. for hours and hours on end and um, people just say the exact same shit every time. Like, they'll scan their card and I'll go, oh, what account? And they'll go, spendings? <laughs> <laughs> and they say shit like that, like, every time. <laughs> to the point where now I'm really neurotic about it when I'm shopping and I'll engage every single um, checkout chick there is. And I'll, I know a little bit about every one of their lives now. Okay, so... If I'm if I'm the customer and you're the checkout chick, oh, I'm a, I'm a checkout chick now. You're back to being a checkout chick. Yep. Beep. Uh, Beep. That was scanning. Yep. And I go, hi. How's it going? Oh no, you have to ask me how I am because that's good customer service. Yeah, I go. Oh, and what I do would be a little colloquial about it. I'll just I'll switch it up a bit and be kind of manly and nonchalant. I'll be like, oh, g'day, mate. How's it going? Ah, uh, okay. And I go, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just kind of pay for these, please. Yeah. Well, it's it's at that point that I'd have to read your body language because part of being a good checkout chick is knowing when someone doesn't want to talk. Ah, okay. But if I still felt like you were a bit shy and needed to be pried open like a clam, I'd probably just ask you about your day. But unlike other checkout chicks, I would um, I would listen. So if I go, really great, had a had a fantastic night last yeah, well, night. You're you're a gimme. So we oh. just talk about your day. That's oh, okay. that's, that's fine. too easy. I have to play it. I have to play it <clears> cool. I have to kind of <clears> be <throat> mysterious. I'd like to take a, a step back in time okay. to this conversation. Back to the Commonwealth Bank at Monash. Please. I actually they have a 
a warm place in my heart because I used to often wake up at uni like after a really big afternoon slash night <clears throat> on the source. And I there was I reckon at least five times I woke up with no wallet and no form of identification, like sometimes not even with my pants. And I'd go in there and I'd go like, man, <laughs> like I've got nothing. I need you to let me access money from my account because I've got to A, get dim sims, B, find a way home. <laughs> and they did it every time. Really? Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary how easy it was to get money out without identification. So this is going out to the tellers at, at Commonwealth Bank and Monash University. Hello. Campus Centre. All doing a job very well. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did you have a good conversation in there? Uh, not really, no. But uh, around, I actually did some market research on the Commonwealth Bank Watch for a while out. over really? the phones. And ever since that kicked in, they were, they were nervous knowers. So are you saying that I'm now staring across the table at the man who is responsible for the determined to be different, quote-unquote, Commonwealth Bank Maybe. slogan. I might have got some people... Vi- well, no, I didn't do anything. I just recorded what people said. Damn. Anyway, <clears throat> I've started running, Pato. Really? Do you run? Um, I, I do. I, I, I mix up my running, though, because I get a little bit bored. Mm. I occasionally go for, for you know, runs, jogs, right? and I, um, but I exercise in different ways. <laughs> Talking about no, I'm not being dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of the backhanded panther? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you running? Um, I've I've done all the classic hotspots around Melbourne. Yeah. Um, like around the Botanic Gardens and stuff. Like the Tan. The Tan. <laughs> yeah. I had this moment. I'm not sure if I've already. I probably already told you this, but I bought runners for the first time in my life because I've signed up to do this 100k marathon thing. <laughs> my guts falling out. <laughs> I was a little crap. drunk and um, my friend needed an extra man for his four-man team. So I said yes and then woke up and said, shit, I better A, quit smoking, B, start running. Anyway, so I bought runners and then found myself at the tan after a lap, looked down, I'd spilt soy latte on my brand new <laughs> runners and I, I, was, I had my girlfriend's little dog on a lead and I just stopped and just said, where the fuck is my life going? <laughs> like, like less than a week ago, I was like, <laughs> felt like the most rock and roll man alive and now I'm spilling soy latte on my runners. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. But um, I, I make up for it by the fact that instead of wearing running shorts, I wear my girlfriend's old pair of jeans cut off so i look a little bit rock and roll i'd say a little bit yeah i do look a bit queer but um and i've just started trying to high five other runners this is quite nice out of three attempts i have failed three (laughs) times (laughs) each time they think i'm trying to hit them in the face amazing (laughs) how how do you proposition these people maybe you're doing something wrong i like run up to them and i'm like i'm I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it like goddamn, i'm gonna do it and i finally work up the courage to high five them it's the same spot in my run every time but every time I do it a little too late and they, they're not really looking at me and they look up just at the last minute to see my raised arm near their face. <laughs> it's really bad. Now, maybe there's something in your appearance that's turning them off. I mean, okay, firstly, you've been saying you're running with hot beverages and little canines. Could be an issue. Okay, masturbating helps me run. <laughs> Keeps the speed. <laughs> well... That might be an issue. I was, I was going to actually suggest that you're wearing, wearing your girlfriend's 
cut off denim shorts. Mm. Perhaps you're having a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction. <whistles> I'm thinking a little bit of um, testicle, <laughs> a little bit of knob poking out the bottom. This could happen. It happens to the best of us. Could. Nothing like a little. Nothing like the 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 juxtaposition. If I can use a literary term for you, told. Yeah, yeah. Integration. We used that. Postmodern. Oh, got is, two ism, more to throw back. Ism. Ism. <laughs> yeah. Ism. Ism's another one. Yeah. Um, if you are running, I can't. What was I talking about? Uh, <laughs> Something about uh, juxtaposition. <laughs> Something about juxtaposition with running. Oh, it was merely of um, the knob against a hairy leg. <laughs> Incongruity, that was another word I was looking for. There were two words that I used about 50 times on my year 12 lit exam. Got me through. Um, so I came here with nothing but a pen and no ideas. And just before we started recording, I wrote down a bunch of ideas. Go. Every time I, I just get ran out of something to say, I just throw up a new idea. But yeah. if you've got something on your list, like just, just throw it. I ha- <clears throat> Don't want to dominate too much. You know? I, I have Bangs? three things. Yeah. Bongs? I've got Noah and Clint. But... <laughs> Yep, I have bangs and Commonwealth Bank sign conversation. Check. We can check. That <laughs> That's all I came here with. There's three things on this tiny, it's it's a palm, it's a pocket-sized, oh, it's a pocket-sized pad of paper. That's triple P or PS double P. Mm. And I, I've become very addicted to these. Oh, yeah. It's massive. my little ideas yeah. pad. Yeah. That's well, almost I, full. It's almost full. I've mm. got the first <clears throat> page done. Anyway, what I really want to I really want to share with you is um a, a, a sign that I saw recently in the city. Um, do you watch My Kitchen Rules? No. Good. <laughs> um, now have you seen the signs for My Kitchen Rules? Mm, no. Okay, I will share. Driving through the city the other day. And saw, well, what's that, James? That's right. A sign for my kitchen rules. Okay. <laughs> and on it, it had, so the setup of my kitchen rules is on Channel 7, that there's, um, it's an Australia-wide competition where you have two contestants, right, in a team, mm. first state, and yep. they all have to host dinner parties mm. and invite all the other twos over to their house. Not that they can be couples. They're competitors. They they're all competing against each other. Right. To see who can put on the best dinner party. And it's judged by chefs and all that. Right? Mm. Anyway, Victoria's combination, uh, two blokes, Noah and Clint. At least I think that's their names because, well, I got confused when I looked at the sign. Two men that cook together, are they homosexuals? I think they are, okay. actually. Um, I think they do a bit of that. <laughs> Um, and, uh, anyway, I say that I was confused about their names because when I looked up at the sign, their names were in capital letters, (laughs) Noah. And if you just write down on a piece of paper in front of you, the name Clint in capital letters, Mm. look at that with blurry eyes and you'll understand what I'm saying. It says boobs. It says (laughs) Shalonga. That's all I've got. That, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, you know what? I've I've got something just um, to bring back the Gen Y audience. This go. is a bit radio show shock jock. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> talk. 
So, James, what do you think of that Twitter? Well, I must say uh, on the air that I'm rather confused about what it is. I'm wondering what this generation is coming to, having to share their thoughts 24-7 via a mobile phone looking into a screen. I mean, what happened to good old-fashioned fun mm. living in the moment? Continue. Um... <laughs> Well, I have recently accomplished something that I... Well, almost accomplished. My dream is to have more people following me than I follow because mm. it's one thing to have a lot of followers. Like, you can have 200 followers, but if you're following 220 people, then clearly people are just following you back through obligation. Can you explain this to non-Twitterites? Because I've recently just started to understand what Twitter's about. What's, what's this following and followers and... I'll be surprised if people hadn't heard of Twitter considering they're using iTunes to do this, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it for you. It's, it's pretty much just like Facebook status updates, really like just a short little message. Yeah. Um, but that's all you get. Like there's no other information, just a short message you put up and all the people that have clicked on the button that says, follow me, all the people that are following you, every time you put out one of these messages, it will show up on their screen. Okay. I'm not sure if that's a very good description. It's beautiful. So whenever they sign into the Twitter account, they can see what you've just written. Yeah, and if you follow them, then every time they write something, it will pop up on your screen. So you're saying that if you have more followers than mm. you're following, that is a sign of popularity, coolness, street cred? That's correct. The Twitter is a popularity contest, and the more followers you have, the more worthy you are as a person. I'm going to call it net cred. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, just come up with it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well, that's that's about it. Can oh, I? So, whoa, 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 I was confused. You've you've got more. No, sorry. I, I've actually I started the conversation, then realized it was a bit. I was jumping the gun a bit, but I have sixty followers, and I'm following sixty people. And the only reason that I have even Stevens now is because I went crazy last night and found Bear Grills has a Twitter <laughs> account, <laughs> and it just says like motivational things. You're obsessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, I can't remember who else I was following, but I just couldn't help myself. That's amazing. I might have even been following Demi Moore for a little while. Oh, watch out. Stop that quick, smart. What did she update? Just trash. Just uh. absolute trash. You doing the Twitters on the CD-ROMs? I've, <laughs> I've recently jumped on board Twitter. Mm. Um, I didn't understand it until about ooh, two weeks ago. Mm. Really? Yeah, didn't quite. The penny un- dropped. Yeah, I just started to realise, like, well, I always thought it was very self-indulgent, which it is, hmm. but you can you can use it and not be self-indulgent at all. Like, I find it actually quite fascinating seeing what other people have to say, like people that you you don't have a clue. Like, okay, example, I got told that Facebook is for the people you know, hmm. Twitter is for the people you want to know, right? Kind of pathetic, but pretty true. It's a pretty trendy line. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging that. And um, trendy. Hmm. <laughs> it's a good line. There goes your net cred. <laughs> um, lol. <laughs> Lols. Um, anyway, and and yeah, so I've been following these people that I want to know, and um, such as um, uh, Jason Lee. That's one of them. Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Following <laughs> him, he's fucking badass. Have you watched Bob Saget stand up? Uh, no, but I've heard a lot of negative things about him. Oh, are you kidding me? He's, yeah. he's so fucking cool. Apparently he's been doing the same jokes for like the last 20 years. Yeah, but he's so <laughs> good at them. <laughs> Is he the dude from Full House? Yeah. 
Yeah. What's that show with Urkel? Did I do that? That was um, Family... It's not Family Matters. That's what I thought. Because I was looking for it in JB the other day. I couldn't find it. Oh, God. Anyway, sorry. I'm lost about that. That's that's one for for tomorrow to go and find that. that Now, look what you did. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was just Urkel. Nah, it, it was some cheesy Full House, Family Matters-esque. Mm, okay. Well, the thing about Saget is that he he originally did um, stand up, right? So apparently, he started off he started off uh, doing these stand up clubs, you know, doing some quite uh, risque stuff. He talk about genitals I, and sexuality. He did, <laughs> yeah, and he's quite good at talking about genitals mm. and sexuality, and. Yeah, he was fucking funny. This is pre Full House. Look it up on YouTube. I'll, actually, I'll send you a link. Mm. He was very funny. Anyway, and he's so lanky. And anyway, then he, he went on, did Full House, mm. and of course, did the whole Danny Tanner thing, which was very oh, uncool. Danny was like the Fonzie of the 80s, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's the stupid guy, but he was wore like sweet oh, jacket. He, he was just the most lovable and loving father. Danny? Danny Tanner. The one that wore the leather jacket. No, I no, you're thinking just... of Danny Zuko. Ah. Uh... Danny Zuko is from Greece. No, 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 no. I thought the guy, Saget's friend, was a guy that wore a jacket. Oh, no, no, Jesse. Was that's it Jesse? Jesse. That's yeah. Uncle Jesse. Yeah, that's John, that's John Stamos. Oh, that's Stamos. Yeah. And Stamos was in, um, was in uh, the Beach Boys for a little bit, or at least he played with them, on Kokomo. Have you ever seen that um, film clip? Oh, I want to take you. Yeah. Stamos is in that, wearing pink on the bongos. Anyway, so he was the cool one, Uncle Jesse. But Danny Tanner was just not cool. He was just a big goof. But he looked like a stork. Mm. Right? And mm. that's Saget's character. Mm. And he'd always have the D&Ms with the girls, you know. Mm. Anyway. Didn't work, though, did they? No, they the didn't. The D&Ms, because they both turned out to be crack whores. Sluts. <laughs> yeah. um, and actually, maybe not. Maybe they're beautiful women. We don't know. I'm just we saying don't. controversial things. Wowzers. <laughs> E-news. You heard it first. Are, from they, Are they actually homophobic? Are they saying that? Wow. <laughs> ResHilton.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I've just lost what I was going to say about Tanner. You've anyway, got amazing that's voice control, Sorry. by the way. He, thank you. Um, he, he, he went on, did this whole fucking full house thing. Hmm. Terrible. Like, the corniest show of all time. Hmm. People love it now, though. It's got net cred these days. <laughs> um, and I just love the way that things go so uncool yeah. from, say, years 6 to uh, maybe year 12. Yeah. And then after that, once you're freed from the shackles of high school, yeah. things become cool again. So yeah, now like it's... Unconsensual fondling. <laughs> exactly. Back in. <laughs> That's Well, that was fine at my high school. I was at a Catholic all-boys school. <laughs> <laughs> that was called RE. Um, now, now, what's his name? Saget's got his. All I want to say is. You're still Saget's talking about got his, I'm not going to stop because Saget's got his thing back. He, he, he disappeared. He went into the wilderness. He did his. Uh, oh, I'm running on reserve battery power. He did his, um, his whole Americans um, Funniest Home Videos thing with their really bad jokes and all that. Hmm. And then he, he had uh, um, a marriage breakdown and perhaps. Who knows? Maybe more. And he um, <laughs> he got his 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 act together, hmm. stand up act that is. And he's a funny man. He's a sick sick bastard. A sick oh not not a sick cunt. Just like a crazy 
topical. Yeah, like sick talking about like private bits and Ooh. bodily fluids. He tells people in his audience not to fuck goats, <laughs> for example. <laughs> Over to you. Oh, okay. I'm going to plug in my laptop. Paddy's going to plug us in, so I'm going to tell an anecdote that's okay. really grinding my gears. Um, so, it's not a car anecdote, is it? <laughs> so I already have a moral objection to self-service checkouts because I earned my livelihood for years as a kid as a checkout chick and shelf stacker and all that. So I already don't like them. The other day... I was really broke. I was like a couple of days before payday. I was going away to this music festival. So I was buying Goon and Juice. Um, and then I... I know, You're a Snoop Dogg song coming <laughs> on. Goon and... Um, and on my way through, I'm like, oh, hello. Five tuners for like $6 or whatever. They'll, they'll be pretty good to take camping. So um, I'll just grab five of them. So I didn't have a lot. So I'm like... Fuck it. There's a massive... Didn't realise he was in Dick Smith's and accidentally <laughs> grabbed five radios. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so I got to the self-service checkout and I'm scanning some shit and then I realise, hang on, I've only got four cans of tuna and to get the deal, I need to um, get five. So I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'm bailing. So I like, kind of try to delete everything and walk away. Get the other can of tuna, walk back. This other chick's using my machine, but she can't use it because I'm still kind of logged in or whatever. Yeah. So she's gone, oh, look, you just come back and finish your transaction. No biggins. Which I, so I've come back and I'm not sure if you've ever used a self-service checkout, but it kind of weighs. Mm. Once you scan it, it weighs what's in the bag. So I go to scan my shit again. And as soon I, I try, three cans of tuna had gone through. So I tried to put them back on the thing. It's like, not too much weight because as far as it was concerned i'd purchased three cans of tuna but they weighed nothing can i handle it i didn't explain that very well but it ended up with me with one extra can of tuna that i had scanned legitimately but every time i put it in the bag like i was supposed to it shut down the whole machine because it felt it thought that it was too much weight and i was trying to steal oh piss off so i look around there's this shithouse girl that's supposed to be minding the things and she's buggered off so i'm standing there by myself so i'm like shit all right i'll just walk out with the tuna to the untrained eye it will look like i'm stealing this can of tuna but it's my only way out so i do it and then i look up she's back she's looking at me eyeballing me with this can of tuna in my hand thinking i'm a thief yeah I didn't know what to do and I just walked out and she thought that I was shoplifting one can of tuna in broad daylight in front of her and I felt like dirt. What I want to know is why didn't she do anything about it? That's, yeah, it's a good point. But what what would you do? Like you can't really do anything. One can of tuna, I could have, what would you do? Pin me down? We needed the Commonwealth Bank people into this. Cunt. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. Do you know I, I don't I don't trust those machines. I don't I don't understand them. There's too much thought going into it. Hmm. I think in order for those machines to actually do their job properly, they need an electronic eye that would have fixed up your situation. An impartial observing robot eye. Yeah, to go to say, all right, Mister Way Machine Man, you've obviously weighed them incorrectly. I'm going to overrule. They need a veto power. 
They need a hmm. veto machine. I was already feeling bad by this point because just before I got to the supermarket, I'd purchased $22 worth of petrol in 10 cent coins. <laughs> I had to use an egg carton to separate the coins into $2 increments so I could count them out in front of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been paid since. <laughs> In eggs. <laughs> he was he was so pissed when I pulled out that egg carton. <laughs> Actually, in wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a real low point. <laughs> Note to self: learn to budget. <laughs> Note to self, get a new wallet. Egg, egg carton not fitting in back pocket anymore. It's the only way I could transport that much change. That's incredible. <laughs> Fucking hell. Imagine if there was still someone listening right now. Are you listening, listeners? Call in. Call in on 9999-9999. And if there's anyone out there, please make some noise right now. Go crazy! Whoa! <sighs> Maybe you should um, uh, throw your hands in the air like you're not even worried about anything. At all. In, at all. This might be the worst podcast that's ever been listened to. I think the wind is just getting to us. Maybe we should think of something really cool and amazing to close on. All right. My dick. <laughs> In a book. <laughs> Slap. Having a penis is really good. <laughs> I've just come back from a weekend camping and I, every time I go camping, I'm like, thank God I have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> just just purely for urination practicality. Oh, see, I was thinking it's just um, easier when you want to, like, rape people. <laughs> um, it's not funny at all. It's not, but sorry to get crass, but I've I, a couple of times I've read stories in the paper about females raping males. I don't understand how that happens. Because um, if... How does he get a boner? Is it a fear boner? No, maybe... <laughs> That's like a whole thesis, Pat. Maybe the um, I think the the female raping male is popping something off his bum. What's she getting out of this? Uh, visual stimuli. I don't Maybe. think girls. I'm being sexist, but I'm not sure if any girl would be into watching something like that. Perhaps. Maybe they just really like forcing things up, really tight. Female rape rap. I like raping guys. I find it's important in a rap not to state the obvious at the start. I like raping guys. Wasn't that Tupac's last rap? He said she put something up his bum. What? Yeah. You know, Tupac was convicted of rape or sexual assault. Yeah. He said that, that he didn't put it, you know, it there, that she actually put something up his bum and that she raped him. 
don't know if that's sort of a defensive court. <laughs> but the Tupac thing is a real struggle for me because him, similar to Michael Jackson, and what's that boxer's name? The big Mike, Mike Tyson. Mike Dyson. Mike Dyson. Mike Dyson. He's all of a sudden turned <laughs> Irish. I, I may take him there. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Ah, Mike Tyson. Um, all these people, I believe, have been. I'm not sure if Michael Jackson was convicted, but these people that have been convicted of rape, mm. and I think Snoop Dogg might have been convicted of rape as well. Really? Oh, this, oh, some kind of sexual assault. Anyway, I just find it hard to, uh, you know, listen to them. Yeah, get back on board. Yeah, even though, like, I suppose their music's separate, but music's such a personality thing, you know? Especially when you've got Tupac rapping in that song, Keep Your Head Up. We talk. He says that line, I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to give to our women. Something out of the way. Did he really rhyme women with women four consecutive times? That's right. Yeah. Better than Homer with Homer. Jesus, Tupac. Tupac? Jesus. Uh. I think we should get out now while we're on top. Thank you all for listening. By all, I mean the old guy in the corner masturbating with the <laughs> singlet on. And hey, Jerome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This is not a very good party. <laughs> <laughs> Love you.